a listener production. Okay, are you recording? Greetings, good people. Welcome along to episode 128 of the Howie Games. It features one of the smoothest broadcasters to ever feature on Australian television, Sandy Roberts. The full episode out next Thursday is one for nostalgia buffs, for fans of old school sports broadcasting and old school sport. A more fly-by-the-seat-of-your-pants type of time when, if things went slightly awry, the whole world wouldn't be outraged. Yeah, remember those times? All right, enjoy Sandy's player profile. Welcome to the Howie Games Player Profile, one of Australia's greatest ever broadcasters, Sandy Roberts. Sandy, are you ready for the short, sharp ones? I hope I am, Howie. I'll give it my best. All right, nicknames. Sandals. Sandals. Don't ask me why. Sandals. Who gave it to you? You don't know. I think it was the, uh, the, the footy commentary teams over the years. Jason Dunstall could have had a lot to do with it, but... Yeah, okay. Drew Morfitt, the late, great Drew Morfitt. All right, Sandals, what is your favourite food? Really boring, Howie. I'd probably, being a good Australian male, say a medium to rare cooked steak. That's all you need. And can you cook, Sandy? If I'm coming round and you're trying to impress me, what's your go-to dinner? I'm glad you asked because since retiring I have a signature dish, Ooh. which is roast chicken and vegetables. And my wife looks forward to it being cooked every Wednesday. <laughs> and what is the key? What's the key to the signature dish? Uh, basically keeping my wife out of the kitchen <laughs> helps. And uh, just because I've been doing it for a while, Howie, it's, you know, it's it's not one of the greatest challenges of all time. I'm not cooking a pot puri of seafood or something like that. <laughs> it is just a good old roast chicken, roast spuds, pumpkin and who knows, a bit of broccolini. I like it. So you're now inviting three people from any time in your life, in history, dead, alive, etc., to this magnificent roast chicken Feast. dinner at your joint. <laughs> who, who's going to get to uh, savour the roast chicken special? Righto. It's always a tough question, that, isn't it? The, the three yeah, people you would invite. But I think if I... If I wanted to lighten the load uh, and have a bit of fun, I might have Ricky Gervais at the head of the table. And then I, I was thinking about this and I thought, I'd like two survivors uh, that have come from different parts of the world and different parts of business and entertainment. So I've got to put in Keith Richards because oh. how he survived still has medical experts around the world quite baffled. Yes. And the other one who I think sells himself is Nelson Mandela. Yes. To go through what he went through is quite extraordinary. So they'd be my three, but really there are so many, as you would be aware and know, that uh, would make a great dinner party. I recently read Keith Richards' book called Life. I don't yes. know if you've read it, yes, Sandy. I have. How that man is alive, as you said, <laughs> defies belief. He's done remarkably well. <laughs> Good old Keith. Before uh, Finish this sentence for me, Sandy. Mm. Before you used to commentate, you would always do what? Um, I was always a stickler, Howie, for one, I would probably get to a ground an hour or an hour and a half before I needed to. Um, and in the old days, I always liked to have a look at, now we are going back, I always liked to have a look at the reserves because they were they were playing first. Um, and I'm talking about, you know, when we were at all the suburban grounds, which was <laughs> just fantastic. Um, and I was always a stickler for just making sure everything in the box was right, like uh, audio, you know, 
is arguably the biggest thing yes. when it comes to broadcasting a football game. So, yeah, just checking with the, the techos and stuff like that. And it just helps you get in the mood for the game by watching the reserves. I love it. What was your first ever job? I was a I was a copy boy. I was employed by News Limited and dear old Rupert. Uh, News Limited in Adelaide, the Adelaide News. Uh, I was a copy boy under uh, the gentleman in charge. I remember this. The gentleman in charge of copy boys was a dear old boy named Scan Sutherland. <laughs> and he had about, uh, I'd say, 12 of us. And, of course, uh, as a copy boy, your main duty was taking around the fresh editions of the news itself to the senior journalists, making sure they were happy, delivering tea or coffee to them. And you actually also had the chance of being able to write your own stories, submit them, and if it was good enough, you got a little byline. So, you know, that was that, that we were just tipping our feet into the water, but it, it gave us a great start. Sadly, Rupert decided after 15 months he didn't want copy boys anymore. So that was the end of that. Well, we'll discuss that in the main body of the show. But can you remember, Sandy, what you were getting paid as a copy boy? Yes, I can. What'd you get? $23. A week? A week. Massive. So when you were making these big bucks, when did you first splash out and buy your first car? And what was it, Sandy? Oh, well, I bought my first car um, because we were on a farm. I bought it uh, with my brother, which was a 1953 convertible Ford Anglia. Wow. A tiny little car, tiny little car, but great fun, great fun. (laughs) What colour was she? Red and white. Right. Yeah, yeah. Sandy, you've had one of the great jobs. From somewhere I sit, I could think of no better job than you have had. If you could swap jobs with someone, whose job would you have liked? Uh, I've always been fascinated by the law and uh, I I think I could handle being a criminal lawyer. Right. You'd be good in front of a jury. I'd go for you every time. Yeah, well, I don't want to brag but I... (laughs) Yeah, I, it's a bit like, you know, when you're sitting up in a commentary box, you feel comfortable. Yeah. Uh, and I think I'd feel fairly comfortable in front of the, the 12 jurors. Oh, with those dashing good looks as well, you'd swing the jury every time, Sandy. <laughs> no, I think you're being a bit kind there. But <laughs> <laughs> What's the best piece of advice you've received on your journey, Sandy? Starting out in broadcasting, I worked with a gentleman in Adelaide by the name of Bob Francis, who was on radio and television. He hosted the Penthouse Club over there and worked on, it was 5AD in those days, now 5AA. And he simply said to me, because I was starting in Adelaide at Channel 7 and I was the general dog's body announcer, you know, you do everything. And he said, he said look, one day he just said to me, I don't know, we must have been talking about what was the possibility of doing certain things. And he simply said, just do as much as you possibly can and a complete variety of things. And he said, one day it'll come out the path you actually want to take. And I think he was pretty right, you know, because you do things like, well, I I did things like hosting the midday movie. So, (laughs) you know, (laughs) 
Um, that was catering to the housewives of Adelaide. Um, but then you do everything. You know, you you write the commercial scripts. Um, you press you press the record button in videotape. Then you sprint into the audio booth and do the voiceover. <laughs> then you get out of the booth, go back to videotape and turn it off. That's how you learned. That's how you learned. I love it, Sandy. I'm not sure how tech savvy you are, uh, Angus. <laughs> your, your son has sorted this one out for us, which we'll talk about tech in the main Indeed. body. What are the, what are the two most used apps on your phone? Uh, well, it's pretty boring. I'd say probably uh, Spotify. Yes, and, and news. Right. So the yeah. obvious link there, Spotify. What yes. music does the great Sandy Roberts listen to? Well. The best concert I've ever been to by the length of the straight was ACDC yep. uh, at Rod Laver Arena. Was I'd it? say about, gee, it must have been 13 or 14 years ago now, but okay. Angus was on fire and I've always been a, <laughs> I was one of those people that was brought up in our day, you either went for the Rolling Stones or the Beatles. Yeah, of course. I was a Stones person right from the word go and then I you know obviously I moved towards bands as they came through and ACDC was just fantastic I loved it you know uh, when Bon was there but when Brian Johnson came along and uh, I was back in black uh, was released just sensational I love it Sandy so if that's what you're listening to give me a book recommendation uh, a book recommendation. I read a lot. Do you? Uh, and I enjoy a lot of different authors. One in particular I like is a Northern European author by the name of Joe Nesbo. Right. And he wrote a book called The Kingdom. And that that is a book that has stuck with me. An excellent read. Okay, I'll read story that. Of the, the story of two brothers uh, that go different ways and then return and there's a lot of drama that unfolds and, yeah, it's it's a good read. The Kingdom, I'm going to check it out. I love it yeah. myself. Do yep. you listen to podcasts? Uh, yes, I do. Okay. Give me a couple of recommendations. The one that I, uh, what was it called? Ah, yes, um, something about Hamish. Oh, yes, about the con man, Sandy. Yes, yes. yes what a lovely good bloke. show. Oh, yes. Oh, gee. <laughs> gee whiz. Yes, yes, I, I like that. I like that. Um, what is your favourite movie of all time? Shawshank Redemption, I think. Shawshank Redemption, tough yeah. one to beat. When yeah. you used to get home from school, Sandy, what was the TV show you used to turn on? Now, Howie, yes. I'm going to date myself here. Go on. Because I was brought up on a farm. Yep. On close to the border of Victoria, South Australia. Okay. And we didn't have television. Oh. Uh, because being on the land and battling, you know, the, admittedly television came in 1956, but here we were in 1960, probably 66, 67. Really? Uh, and it was a joyous day. When our father actually brought home a television, um, <laughs> and we were fascinated. Particularly my sister, who very quickly picked up the uh, nickname of Square Eyes because she just would not move from in front of the television. But uh, you know, to answer your question, I, I can't really remember. I mean, one of the 
My parents used to watch this show, and I don't know why it sticks in my mind, I suppose because it, it was a little yeah. rural. There was a thing called Bellbird. Anyway, how's everything going with you? Not too bad. You've been very quiet in the staff room. I thought maybe there was a something... few adjustment problems, that's all. The occasional bout of homesickness, nothing major. Right. I think it was on the ABC and it was a... It was one of these things that was on, you know, a half hour every night, Monday to Friday okay. or something like that. But Most treasured possession? Uh, that, good question. Mm, about time I asked one. <laughs> I was actually given a really nice watch by my wife and um, it wasn't cheap. And anyway, I made the mistake of wearing it around the farm Oh, no. And one day we were shear we were shearing. Yes. And I noticed at some stage that my watch was no longer on my wrist. Oh. And I don't know whether you're aware, but there are slats uh, on the floor of a wool shed right. for all the uh, sheep manure to go down underneath the shed. Yes. And <laughs> the watch fell down into the sheep manure. Oh, no. And I still to this day have not found it. <laughs> did you go down there for a hunt around or not? I did. Yes, I was forced to. <laughs> it wasn't pretty. <laughs> okay. We'll move on from the sheep manure. If we could. <laughs> What's your favourite <laughs> holiday spot, Sandy? Oh, we we love the Maldives. Oh, do you? Yeah, yeah. It was just really peaceful and quiet and, you know, a magnificent place. Did you get barrelled when you were there, Sandy, or not? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but the other one that yeah. we enjoyed just as much was um, Africa and Kenya. Oh, yes, safari. Doing the, doing the safaris. I mean, they did it really, really well. And You know, there was always this talk of, look, you've got to be so careful when you go to Johannesburg or Cape Town. Yep. But yep. We, had, we had no problems at all and the, the people were fantastic, so... Magnificent part of the world. Yeah, so if yeah. you're talking the Maldives in Africa, what's your bucket list destination that haven't yet been to but you'd like to go to, Sandy? Well, unfortunately, Harry, I have to blame the COVID because oh, no. I was scheduled to be at Augusta last year. Oh, the Masters. For my first US Masters oh. and it hasn't happened and um, we've just learnt, sadly, that... Uh, we're not going to see a lot of money that was put forward again. So that's very disappointing because they're not going to have crowds uh, at next year's oh. master. Well, if they do, uh, the go our government has said we're not going to travel Yes, uh, overseas until mid-next year. So that rules us out. Fingers crossed. So sad. Crossed. Yeah, well... Yeah, it would be lovely if we could. What, if anything, scares you, Sandy? Heights, probably. Heights? I'm not, not wrapped in heights. Okay. Um, that's, I still get up and do the gutters, much to the chagrin of my wife. <laughs> um, but no. That's um, a big injury. That is a big injury causer for your middle-aged gentleman, Sandy. And even beyond middle-aged, Howie. <laughs> yeah, Let's be honest. I was being polite. <laughs> I, I was know, being I, polite, Sandy. I thank you for it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now the final one. Yep. The final one for you, Sandy. And this wasn't written on the sheet, so you can't prepare for this one, but this is the most important question I will have for you in the next hour and a half. Uh -huh. Sandy Roberts, 
Pineapple on pizza, yes or no? No. Oh, no, Sandy. What are you talking about? Why not? Why not, man? It doesn't go with anchovies. Oh, yuck! (laughs) (laughs) Sandy, thank you for joining on the Player Profile. Your full episode will be out next week. Pleasure, Howie. Oh, there's a pig on the ground. (laughs) There is a pig at full forward. Listener.